a martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, Paul, 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 I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Did your family have any Taibo uh, DVD? Oh, not DVDs. Whoa, whoa. I'm definitely not. Definitely in the wrong era here. Uh, VHS mm-hmm. tapes uh, back in the 90s? We did not, but I am familiar with Taibo because, man, that infomercial was everywhere. Mm-hmm. You could not escape it. I don't know anybody who owned it, but I believe that everybody was very aware of what Taibo was. Right? Yeah, I don't know anyone who actually had Taibo. It just it just feels like it's just part of pop culture now. It's like, hey, remember the 90s? Everyone had this. I'm like, did they? I just I, I just feel like everyone watched the, the videos. And, you know, like now it's uh, as, as, har- as horrible as it, as it is, it's kind of become like a laughing stock or like a joke now. It's like, hey, remember Taibo? Look how gimmicky that was. It was, it was remember like the aerobicize or the like um, whatever they had in the 80s? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it basically ter- was was just like that, but in the 90s. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, like regardless of that, it, it's Taibo. Taibo was the byproduct of Billy Blanks, and he is our subject for today. <laughs> <laughs> when you um, say subject, it sounds like it doesn't sound very positive, our experiment <laughs> for today. Yes, it is still Black History Month that we are attempting to highlight African-American martial arts actors. I really wanted to talk about Billy Blanks because I never really hear too many people speak about him outside of Taibo. You know, he, yeah, he, exactly. really, he really did become uh, like this polarizing thing only associated with that. But I was aware that he did movies. So I was like, okay, we got to talk about Billy Blanks. And so I went into this deep dive into a lot of his movies. I watched way too many of his films. <laughs> and unfortunately, I realized a bunch of them are not that great. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't want to spend this podcast just saying like, oh, they're you know, he doesn't have anything good because I feel like we you know, we I was able to find some entertaining movies from him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, do you know if this was a byproduct? Uh, like, the movies that we're covering today, in fact, all the movies that he's in the heyday of his 90s uh, film career, I don't know if it was concurrent, before, or after Taibo got popularized. I feel like we should get someone who actually did the Taibo program <laughs> to actually fill us in on that. But, uh, yeah, uh, we were like, okay, well, harping on what you said before, yeah, like you know Billy Blanks for the the fitness program uh, back in the '90s, but you also you might easily forget that he's also a martial artist, a le- a legitimate martial artist, uh, an actor. I don't know. I put a question mark at the end of that one though, because I'm not sure if uh, his acting chops are nearly as good as his his fighting skills. Relaxing night off or surf as well at night. Hey, it's the jungle out there. But yeah, in terms of his fighting skills, he definitely does have some prowess, uh, prowess that you don't, you know, you might not have captured in the the home workout videos. So uh, well, yeah. those those were not meant to be martial arts instructional videos. Those exactly. were meant to be exercise videos using martial arts forms and movements. Right, right. It, that, exactly the point, and you know, so that's why we that also made me curious. On top of your curiosity, which was like, oh, I want to know what Billy Blanks is capable of as an on-screen fighter. Um, uh, he's fine. It just the movies. He, if he had an agent, he should fire that person. <laughs> <laughs> These movies are not very memorable, not very good. We selected two out of the many movies that we've watched uh, for you guys today. The first one being uh, TC2000. And Zero, do you even know what TC stands for? Tracker and coordinator? Communicator? Communicator? Collector? Communicator. I, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> Zero, what's the story of TC2000? Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. This, this TC2000 is an extremely ambitious story. I'll, I'll give it that. Okay. Um, have you seen the movie 
A Boy and His Dog. No, I'm. Oh, I um, know of the movie, but I've okay. never seen it. I love that movie. So, in A Boy and His Dog, that is a post apocalyptic film where people who live on the surface world are kind of struggling to survive. It's like the desert wasteland. And what you find out is that people who live underneath the surface world uh, live normal lives. They're rich and things are actually fine for them. And they're they're the bad guys. Mm. And so TC2000 kind of takes that those plot elements, but the people living underground who have, you know, are just fine are kind of the good guys or at least the protagonists in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, it's, mm, well, it well, starts you, off like that. Exactly. It it's, it's yeah, you you learn things through the course of the plot. So mm-hmm. basically, Billy Blanks and his partner are TCs. They're tracker coordinators. And uh, there are people called the Picassos who yeah. are a gang of... No, well, are they the Picassos or is it just the leader's name is Picasso? No, no, I believe they're the Picassos. Uh, they, all, they all have their face painted like a Picasso painting. They yep. are trying to infiltrate the underground because... Something I, I I can't remember. They're like they're kind of like eco terrorists, right? I don't right, know. Well, <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> am I asking you or am I saying rhetorical? Uh, yeah, it, it's like everything you just said. It has elements that made me think of uh, a little bit like Demolition. I actually think it was gonna go with the Demolition Man route for a sec because uh, at first. So Billy Blanks is the main character. Actually, when you said before the boy and dog, uh, boy and his dog, I was thinking like, is Bolo Young the boy or the dog in that in that <laughs> analogy? Go, <laughs> oh, yeah, Bolo's in this movie. Hey, Bolo uh, wow, Young. We, have, we haven't talked about him on our program. We have yet, never have we? spoken about him. Wow, yes, that is insane. Famous, made famous from as the main villain in Bloodsport. I remember him mm-hmm. from Van Damme's Double Impact yeah. as the main, you know tank character in that film yeah oh man oh well wait till we talk more in depth about bolo but did you know that billy blanks got bolo for this role after because Bo- billy blanks was a consultant on the set of Bloodsport, so he's like hey would you want to be in a movie with me and there you go the rest is history yep where Saw was that I- imdb trivia fact <laughs> yeah there you go there's only that one piece <laughs> and i just felt like sharing it Back to, uh, like, the inspirations. Yeah, like, I, when the movie started, um, yeah, because we're set in a post-apocalyptic, well, future, right? And Billy Blanks plays the cop-esque, well, he plays almost like a cop-esque character. And he has a partner. The partner gets shot up. And there's, like, a villainous character as well. It almost felt like parallels to Demolition Man in a way. I thought they were going to go even more insane. Like, okay, they're going to freeze them and push them into the future. And then they're going to be thawed out. And I, th- I literally thought it was going to be the same exact plot as that. Mm-hmm. It It's not really that. It's already sci-fi. It does its own thing. Um, but, yeah, I got, I got semblances of that. I got semblances of... Oh, you said it. Yeah, it feels like RoboCop at times because of what happens with the the one <laughs> the who gets shot up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that yeah, I don't understand how they got RoboCop in there. <laughs> so <laughs> so basically, what happens is his partner Zoe, she gets killed while while the Picassos are trying to infiltrate the underground, and for some reason they decide to take her body and turn it into this. Uh, I don't know, this computerized yep. TC, dubbed the <laughs> yeah. TC-2000X. Yeah. So, uh, Zero, should we explain what the TCs actually do? <laughs> I, I don't know what they do. They, <laughs> they go out into the surface world and they gather information. I don't know. Okay. I work for a TC unit, tracker communicator. You know, actually, okay, this story actually does remind me of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> it's a weird fucking way of looping it all back, even though this predates Final Fantasy VII. So maybe maybe Square, Squaresoft ripped the story off of this movie. Sure. Um, there is the surface world and the... Uh, so the, everything you said before, the surf, surface world and the underground. And the surface world are these basically cretins, basically according to the underworld. Uh, not the well, the um the underground and the uh, tracker for the TCs, you know, Billy Blanks included, enforces that, makes sure that like it stays that way. If there's anyone who tries to breach the perimeters of the underground, they take them out. 
So, yeah, like you said before, they should be the villains. I mean, they, they start off as kind of misguided heroes. And then Billy Blanks, obviously, when his hero, his partner gets shot up, he realizes, oh, maybe I'm on the wrong side of this this fight. And it kind of turns that way. But yeah. then but then the surface dwellers still have an eco-terrorist group among them. So it's like the eco... So the surface dwellers have a representative or a representative group that is still the main villains of this movie. <laughs> so yeah, I can see how it can get very muddled. Yeah. This... By the way, I only understand this because I Wikipedia the plot after watching it like twice. I'm like, yeah, I don't understand this after, movie. After watching this a second time, I still didn't get what was going on in the end. <laughs> Something about... Uh, yeah, I don't know. This this movie is, uh, I hate to say this, it's kind of a train wreck, but it was very, uh, it was very polarizing to watch because I just didn't understand some of these choices. They got so lucky with the set they were able to shoot on. This mm. looks like a real abandoned uh, power plant. So everything, you know, even the computers, they even, they're even in this giant silo at the end. There's no, there's like abs almost no blue screening or green screening. Everything is a real place. It's just that the the costume design is very, very cheap. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're using and, little uh, 90s Palm Pilots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very yeah. Dated by they're standards. using karate sparring headgear for the <laughs> TC police helmets. Man, like if I never if I didn't do karate, I would have never picked up on that because that those were exactly the helmets I had as a child. <laughs> they couldn't even get a get a proper hairstylist because uh, Billy Blanks has this weird uh, like asymmetrical haircut in the back of his head, where there's like a lightning well, bolt it, effect. It is the future, so I <laughs> I gotta I gotta take it for what it is. But yeah, this movie is just kind of all over the place. They got lucky with the set. But then, unfortunately, the costume design is looks really, really cheap. Uh, and then the story is all over the place. Oh, yeah. The, when yeah, we were watching yeah. this together, we were both just questioning out loud where the hell this movie was going. Because we just we couldn't get it. It was just yeah. kind of confusing. And even at the end, I was like, okay, I, I get it, but I'm, I still feel lost. Right, right. This is one of those movies that starts with a title crawl where the narrator, narrator is telling you, oh, this is the... By the way, this is the year 2020. In the year 2020, the world is hit with a devastating health impact mm -hmm. that has wiped out the entire world, completely separate from our real re reality. Yes. Um, and yeah, like if you didn't pay attention during this opening credits, you are going to be completely lost. But even if you do pay attention, there are some certain elements of this movie that you just... It's not explained well. I don't feel like there's a straight man, a person you can relate to uh, as like the audience surrogate. Well, it's supposed to be Billy Blanks. Is it? Because, I don't know. Because he is, the, he is the protagonist who doesn't realize he's actually on the wrong side of the fight. Mm -hmm. He's led to believe that uh, his group and his organization, they're the good guys. But as the story moves along, you realize, oh... The, the surface dwellers who are trying to you know attack them they're actually they're they're fighting for food and just for better living arrangements and then there's this whole weird thing going on with how the earth is trying to heal itself and that's like the extent of what I got yeah uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh and then Bolo is in this movie as some oh, yeah. sort of kind of Miyagi character Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's very... It's very uh, Bolo plays a character uh, whose name is Sumai, and I just... <laughs> I didn't even realize that the first time, and then I I, uh, I watched it a second time. I was like, is he named after Dim Sum? Like, what the hell is that? I thought that was Shumai. Yeah, well, it's close enough. Close enough. <laughs> like, let's call him the... So he's he's Shumai, and Billy Blanks is Egg Tarts. So we're just going to call... <laughs> we could just call him Egg Tarts for this uh, episode. Um, yeah, uh... I guess the only way that we could have really empathized or been in the shoes of the main character more, like, I, because, yeah, yeah, you're right. Billy Blank should supposedly be the audience surrogate, but that would require us to see him emote and have more facial, like, emotional mo like resonance on screen. And that requires them to make Billy Blanks act more, which I think would not be a good idea. Because <laughs> I think, like, okay, yes. I do actually think this movie is very entertaining. I'm going to start with the positives here. The movie is actually very, very entertaining. 
But Billy Blanks' acting is not something that I look forward to in this movie. Like, it's almost like in a so bad it's good kind of way. I'm like, oh, yeah, Billy Blanks is going to do cry face now. That's, that, that's, that's, uh, that, yes. that's Un- unfortunately, enjoyable. I, I have to agree with you that uh, his acting in this movie is not that great. And I feel like in the other films I've seen him in, he can do sincere. He can be just a normal military fight guy. But uh, yeah, this this movie, unfortunately, does kind of highlight that he's not that really good of an actor. He gets he gets these kind of noir detective voiceovers. Yeah. And even then, his delivery of the voiceover is, is not good. Mother Nature was healing herself, and the controller knew it. It was people like him that got us into this mess in the first place. But if the Earth could start anew, perhaps so could we. It's, yeah. it's surprising. Like, a voiceover, that's your opportunity to get multiple takes without having to show your face. You can just use your voice. Right. And those those voiceovers are bad. It's like a Blade yeah. Runner bad. <laughs> when you had Harrison Ford doing his 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 odd voice that voiceovers. Why does she walk into my life? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and instead of having Billy Blanks do all the act, the voiceovers, they could have had Bola. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Is he dubbed Bolo. in in this movie? It's I can't tell. Bolo, yeah, uh, Bolo. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, yeah, at first we were wondering if he was going to talk at all, right? It the way they set him up, it seemed like he was going to be the silent, the silent protagonist, silent uh, hero. And when you meet him later, he has a daughter who is almost, speaking for uh, him, basically. Yeah, speaking literally speaking for him. But then he answers some questions himself instead of his daughter answering, mm-hmm. and. You realize that he actually has speaking lines, a, a few, you know, few and far between, but he does speak, and I don't know if that's his voice. I've only <laughs> seen him in American films, so I have no idea if that's really his voice or not. Yeah, um, yeah, because like when I think of Bloodsport, I'm like, wow, Bolo's so menacing. Enter the Dragon, he's so menacing, and he's like this big, bulky dude, but he doesn't speak a word at all. So uh, I was actually surprised that he got. Quite a lot, couple, quite a couple lines in, of dialogue in this movie, and not not anything substantial. It's more like like monosyllabic two word sentences, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, Bolo is really just there to really show uh, Billy Blanks the ways, or basically just be the 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 uh, impetus for the training montage uh, towards yeah. the end of the movie. <laughs> Bolo's character did not need to be in this movie at all uh-huh. because Billy Blanks was already kind of a competent fighter. Yep. And everything that Bolo teaches him mm-hmm. at the end of the film, I don't think it came back around at the end. Yeah. I can't remember. Yes. There, okay, I was going to talk about this later, but I guess we could bring it up now. It doesn't really matter because I don't... It only. Okay, well, I don't even know if we want to talk about every single fight because there actually are a lot of fights. But mm-hmm. uh, in particular, there's a training montage later where... Bolo is teaching Billy Blanks how to fight, which, uh, yeah, again, what you said before is right. It, does, it doesn't feel like he got that much better, um, Billy Blanks, I mean. But the, what I thought he was going to get out of this was the, the hidden technique or the secret technique that Bolo knows, which is mm-hmm. he's able to punch through an object, um, punch an object, and the, the force and the impact would go around the object in question. So let's say there's... You know, there's a wall in front of you and there's an object behind it. If you were to punch the wall, the wall stays completely intact, but the object behind it will shatter. Literally will explode like it got shot with a shotgun. <laughs> I wonder if that's what happened. Yeah. Sure. Uh, as you can see in the movie a couple of times, Bolo does use that move in one fight scene where he fights this. It's a really awkward fight uh, where he fights this guy. Um, this fat guy who just won't give up in the fight <laughs> and he holds a guy hostage. So Bolo punches the guy in the hostage and the hostage is completely fine. Meanwhile, the fat dude is you know, on the ground. Yeah. And I thought that you, know, you see this technique used several times in the movie so much so that this is what Bolo uses at the end of the movie. So you're thinking, Oh, Billy Blanks is going to use that somehow. No, no, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> nope. ah, it's just very disappointing. Yeah, so he he was completely unnecessary. He was just there because he's there, and then he he helps out in the end, mm-hmm. but that renders the training montage completely useless. Yeah, 
Right, right, right. Um, I want to I want to focus primarily on Billy Blanks because yo, this is this is yeah. his time to shine. We're gonna have a lot of a lot of his movies to cover, anyways. So, uh, just to briefly talk about Bolo, um, the couple scenes that he's in, um, fight wise, it's it's so weird. There's like a disconnect what for what you see visually and like what your brain thinks of when you think big, bulky, bodybuilder Chinese man. Mm-hmm. It's like his fighting style seems very unfitting. His uh, his movements seem very unfitting. Um, and yeah, like there, like it's it's not. It's the most indicative when you see the fight between this big bod- Chinese bodybuilder versus an even bigger white bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah, I remember when we were watching this, and I was very shocked because usually Bolo is the tank character, yeah. the large, imposing, impenetrable object you know, embodied as a bad guy. And then to see him in this movie against somebody even bigger than him, and you're there's a huge disconnect like the wires are are not like are, have been crossed it, it's just so weird to see him against somebody even larger than how large he already is yeah yeah well yeah that too but also bolo's playing like the faster character but again yeah, you've he, seen him in other not, movies he's not yeah and he's not really that fast so you have ah, it, it doesn't work but the movie just you know the movie runs with it yeah, yeah. I would say I would say that Bolo's fighting style is more akin to like Jeet Kune Do. I mean, I, I mean, it makes sense kind of because Enter the Dragon. But then here in that movie, he was more of the, the tank. Like we, we've been mentioning, uh, like to see him like bouncing around like like Bruce doesn't. It's like, oh, that seems so awkward. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Something about this doesn't doesn't really fly by me. Um, yeah. And like he's doing like very. But then that's the thing about Bolo, right? Because Bolo, I, I, I believe that his his true martial art as an actual, as a martial artist in real life is, is Tai Chi. He's, he's a Tai Chi practitioner. So, I mean, that alone is already a disconnect. A lot of people don't don't know that about him and don't, can't, it doesn't register in their brain. Like this, that big bulky Chinese guy <laughs> practices Tai Chi. Um, but at least he gets to actually kind of show that off in some of the fight scenes in this movie. Um, unfortunately, he does fight Matthias Hughes at the end of the film. And oh, I kind of wish he, he wasn't the one who had to fight Matthias Hughes. Yeah, so right? maybe we, we maybe we can go into that. So sure. the, the first main and probably only good fight scene is Billy Blanks versus mm. Matthias Hughes. And it's it's great. I like it a lot. It's just a simple uh, brawl between these two very, very large, oiled up, muscular men. (laughs) And if you're a fan of 80s, 90s action films, this is, you know, this is what you want. I thought you were about to say if you're a fan of big oiled, naked, oiled up men fighting. Yeah, you you would get a kick out of this, too. Um, there's, do you remember the context behind this? They were just having a, an they argument. They were having right? a disagreement, and upon rewatching, I think there's a throwaway line where any sort of disputes between TCs are settled on the mat. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. Why not? Trial by combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's it starts off with Mateus Hughes kind of giving the upper hands, and then I mean they're basically tossing each other onto the mat, and. Yeah, it, it, it kind of ends abruptly, not to jump ahead already, but like it just kind of ends in a very awkward, like like all the noise in the scene just gets cut. And they just kind of, you just see Mateus Hughes and Billy Blank stare at this camera with like this really, sh- like this, the, like really, like a snarl on their face, but it well, holds on their, their faces for too long. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where they didn't want to give the audience a winner because it seemed that they were going to set up a rematch in the end Yes. Mm-hmm. when they never have a rematch in the end. Uh, so why, mm-hmm. why even, why even shoot it like this? Right, right. That, that's the thing. Uh, but that's why I was saying before that Bolo shouldn't have fought Mateus, right? Because we, we kind of set up like, oh, well, here's our, here's our hero and here's our arch, ne- our, 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 our rival character. And we need to have a rematch. In fact, it would have made more sense if Mateus won this fight, right? We can see a character development of Billy was not that good of a fighter. And then yes. he gets better. Exactly. That would have been great. He gets better because of training with Bolo and then they get to they get the rematch in the end. But yeah, yeah this movie is uh, I mean, it's ambitious with its 
themes and in when with its story ideas, but not so much with its uh, character development. Yeah. He thinks no one is stupid enough to go by day. No one ever accused me of being bright. Well, let's talk about the fighting, right? Because we were talking yeah. about how <clears throat> how Bol oh not Bola Billy was supposed to get better as a fighter throughout the progression of the movie. He start, but in terms of techniques, he uses basically the same kinds of techniques you see in the beginning as he does in the end. He has this infamous uh, scissor sweep that he does. He gets yeah, on the, the ground. Scissor he scissors, yeah, the scissor takedown. Yeah, I've I noticed that's his move. He does that, I believe, in every one of his films. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, yeah like, so he, he does that in the beginning, you know, does that at the end. And it's like, okay, well, I don't see any new things. You know, <laughs> I get a semblance that he's that much of a fighter by the end of the film. Yeah, I mean, but this fight and then the fight earlier when the uh, surface dwellers are invading kind of establishes that he, you know, he knows what he's doing. He is this kind of enforcer character, the quote unquote TC. Um, yeah, I like that <laughs> Mateus Hughes only knows how to throw these spinning, spinning hook kicks or crescent kicks, <laughs> and B Billy just like absorbs every one of them. Like uh, you, you kind of see it's coming. You know? just, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Oh man, yeah. Well, yeah. Like we said before, the the kind of ends rather abruptly. Um, although, yeah, like uh, what? Oh, I thought it was gonna go in the direction that Mateus is job give the beat down but then billy at the very end decides to do a couple of like jumping kicks at mateus and then that's what ends the fight well it's not that it's not really like he won but it's uh, it's not it's, it's mostly a tie but kind of feels like billy won that's that altercation and they never fight again uh it's what a missed opportunity you know yeah. like in, in terms of pay in terms of like plotting out your characters you know mm -hmm. like you want you want to feel like there was a progression in some ways yeah, it's a it's a good fight for these two characters to have in the beginning of the movie because you know you feel okay something's coming, and I love how it just turns into this sweaty slugfest. You have and then you have all the people around them just like cheering them on. There's there's some nice you know wrestling moves and going on. They're they're trying to like you know grapple each other. I like when uh, Mateus is holding uh, Billy from behind. And Billy kind of jumps up, and then he does a split underneath him. Yeah, Very, yeah, a little sloppy. I feel like we've seen that in other movies before with like mm -hmm. a smaller, more nimble character. But yep. because Billy Blanks is just so freaking huge and muscular, I feel like <laughs> he's not going to look as uh, you know smooth doing yeah, it under, yeah. under Mateus Hughes, who is also big and muscular. Right. I mean, that's a he does have the flexibility, as you can see in in uh, the other movie we're going to talk about later. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. He's he's not nearly as fast. So like, uh, but that's also, I guess, a product of the the kind of action we have in this film. Uh, it does at times just feel like your average, maybe a little bit above average American production, right? It's it's very slugfesty. Mm -hmm. Well, it, I feel I feel that a lot of American martial arts films were really um, looking at what Van Damme was doing and just kind of copying that in a way, where. Mm -hmm the the hits were bigger and you weren't focusing on too many long bouts of choreography mm, right right and yeah, yeah. and van damme loved the spinning spinning jumping kicks and man billy blanks does a lot of the spinning jumping kicks too i wonder, I, I wonder if uh, you know they were just trying to emulate that yeah yeah uh i mean billy doesn't really have too many signature moves of his own besides that sweep I yeah, think this, yeah, does, this is a takedown. Mm -hmm. yeah. He does a lot of the jump, the double jumping kicks too. Mm, right, right, right. Um, yeah, it, well, to to move forward a little bit, it's not really too too um, memorable, but we have a two on many fight with Billy and his partner, played by uh, Bobby Phillips, <clears throat> who plays the eventually will turn into the TC two thousand X, aka RoboCop, <laughs> aka the six million dollar girl. <laughs> whatever um <clears throat> yeah so this fight i actually kind of just put off to the side it's just it's just too much shit happening and yeah. i can't really make out what's happening sometimes yeah I, don't, I feel like we don't really need to go into too much depth with the fighting in this film yeah. because unfortunately the fighting is just really sloppy it's <laughs> uh, that there's not yeah i don't even know how to describe it uh it feels just like an american brawl where people are just kind of 
going back and forth and the camera is just shooting everything and then the editor had to try and piece it together with <laughs> pacing and making it exciting yeah yeah well at least we get to end the scene with <laughs> with billy blanks cry face which if you <laughs> if you didn't put if you took the actress out of that scene you might actually have trouble knowing that he's trying to cry <laughs> no you say that that this movie is kind of a mess, the fighting's not too memorable. But in the end, it is the more entertaining of the films that we've covered, right? So I'm trying to think back and like, what was, what is it that made this movie so much more enjoyable in that sense? And I think it is a lot to do with like just how much of a mess it is. Well, like You're I like, said, what? it, it kind it kind of is a train wreck, and that there is a lot of negative connotation behind that phrase. But for people like us who kind of like bad movies, there <laughs> there is entertainment value behind it. You can't help but yeah, be mesmerized by how. Uh, you know the poor choices they made turned out to be entertaining for us. Was it was it was it the mess or was it Billy Blanks's uh, mesh T-shirt? Oh man, I love <laughs> when Billy Blanks is just rocking these really uh, hilarious '90s outfits, the <laughs> uh, crop tops or the mm-hmm. you know the low cut tank tops that no man ever wears dares to wear these days. <laughs> Like, you had to be a really, really macho man to wear that oh, kind yeah. of tank top. And Billy Blanks, <laughs> as ridiculous as he is, he is buff as hell. So he is the only person oh, who can pull it. it off. Yeah, he rocks it. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, that, that, there's in this one scene, after he kind of defects or he, he leaves the organization, <clears throat> the I guess the sergeant, the controller, sends a bunch of goons to, to kill him. And Billy is, you know, fighting. And I guess... I don't know what the direction here was. But like, hey, Billy, can you... N- I think you. we have too many scenes of you half-naked. How about you put on the shirt, but you're going to look half-naked anyways. <laughs> oh, but God. it'll give some variety. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a shirt with holes yeah. as the fabric. Mesh. And it doesn't... It's not even... <laughs> it's we're, completely we're, see-through. Yeah, We're, we're harking on on the wardrobe yeah. malfunction and not even malfunctions i i, I mentioned <laughs> i mentioned this earlier unfortunately it doesn't look like the movie had a lot of budget or a lot of creativity in terms of its wardrobe and it kind of shows yeah yeah um and he he, he does take out a couple dudes in this uh, particular fight uh, in the particular room it, it's not really a fight it's just him tossing shit yeah. until he I, wins yeah i think the more memorable fight is when he finally goes above ground yes. for the first time and he and this is his first encounter with you know these kind of scummy looking guys who are antagonizing him and one guy randomly takes out double nunchucks <laughs> what i mentioned some to you something to you when we watch this mm-hmm. uh, like most of the time when i we watch a nunchuck fight mm-hmm. like some guy wields nunchucks or has two nunchucks the inevitable outcome is that the person who doesn't have nunchucks will eventually ha- get them wield nunchucks. Yes, yes. Oh, Billy just subverts our expectations. He just grabs a cloth and just throws it over the guy. <laughs> and no, no more nunchucks for anybody. Yeah. You <laughs> know like, what? Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. You know what's great about this fight is uh, I feel a lot of times when you get mm. a um, like a villain with nunchucks and he's twirling them around, usually the hero or the protagonist is able to successfully dodge them and not really yeah. get hurt. He is getting wailed on this whole time by the guy with nunchucks. The guy keeps on slapping him over the back and like on the leg. And I was just kind of pleasantly surprised that our hero was actually taking damage because (laughs) I was getting worried that in the slew of Billy Blanks movies I was watching, he was almost going in that direction of Michael Jai White where he was the protagonist who was infallible Uh, in a fight mm -hmm. and never getting hurt. So thankfully, in in this film uh, in particular, he actually sustains a lot of damage. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's true. But again, that you could construe that as, oh, he's not that good of a fighter yet. Maybe he'll get better. No, he continues to get wailed on every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He does this jump off a trampoline, which you don't see the trampoline. Uh, as his his final blow to the other guys uh and again going back to sun dragon i thought he was gonna kick them both in the eyes uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope nobody nope, defeats nope. them both and yeah uh let's move forward a little bit try to think what's next fight with him primarily there is a fight with uh bolo where he takes on some dude uh, i guess that's the scene where uh 
Bolo meets Billy, uh, the, the Picassos, etc. Oh, yeah, the next technical fight is <laughs> it's like a infiltration scene. Uh, Billy Blanks is being hoisted above the gallery, I guess, where the leader of the terrorist organization is. And it's supposed to be kind of like a zip line, right? It's like he's supposed to be lowered there slowly. Like Mission Impossible 1, he's supposed to be lowered down. And unfortunately, it doesn't go as planned. Well, Bolo's holding on to the line. and Why is he holding on to it? Like, why can't you tie that up? Like, Bolo's like struggling. He's like, oh, this is, this is really, in, this is really heavy. I'm like, well, you could tie him to something. Like, you don't have to hold it. It well, doesn't make any sense. Well, we're, we're harping on logic that this movie obviously doesn't have. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have, no. Well, and, and just, just to follow that line of logic, I thought that the surface dwellers were, you know, supposed to be poor and cruddy and living in poor conditions. This leader of the Picassos is living in, like, a mansion. Yeah, so, it, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, and, and they want the underground like why do you want the underground this place is so much nicer than the underground which is just like a like a nuclear facility right well I, you that's another thing i noticed that any scene where we're actually above ground uh, we you look at the scene obviously because they have a limited budget like we've been mentioning but i'm like that doesn't look so bad <laughs> why, why doesn't everyone just come up to the surface like that looks well that's what i kept thinking that's what i kept thinking this whole time i was like oh why, why do they want to go underground this this looks really nice yeah. actually <laughs> Um, yeah, so now Billy Blanks gets descended, he gets descended down like Mission Impossible style, right? He's, he's basically hanging on by a wire, and he's just hovering over the, the terrorist, the, the Picasso leader. Nicky Picasso. Nicky Picasso. And Nicky's just like fiddling with his vinyls, and like, Billy's like, yeah, I gotta wait for my opportunity. I'm like, but he just lets go of the wire, just drops onto Nicky, and I'm like, what is the opportunity? You could have just done that to, from the beginning. <laughs> uh, he's, he's like taking a sweet time with that. And then, um, yeah, this is where we get our reveal, for at least for Billy, that his ex-partner is or his ex-alive partner is not so dead now <laughs> <laughs> comes back to life and starts to wail on him and i love it because she uh she throws billy onto the table billy does a couple rolls like that the, that one throw is enough to make billy roll like four times <laughs> on top of the table it's a, it's, it's like a very an, long table. Yeah, it's a, like think of the Last Supper table. Very, very, very oh, long. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he manages to roll all the way across it. Yep, huh. and then the she gets. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's actually Billy rolling, so at least we have that. It's not it's not um, uh, a Bobby Phillips doing the flip the flips on top of the table, but we'll excuse that. And it's not really a fight scene. Bobby's just doing the you know wailing on him. I think uh, yeah. I think the most interesting about, thing about this scene is this is where you start to get the par not parallels like I think there's some influences from Terminator here where mm. she she starts remembering that he is the former partner you get the POV shots where it's supposed to look like um like a like a robot yeah, the T1, the T8, the yeah robot vision it flashes back to her killing mm. and the fact that he was the partner and she starts to become confused, not not really understanding these flashbacks she's seeing. Yeah, I, well, I was I thought you said yeah, I thought you were about to say the most interesting thing about the scene was the rug. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, there's a rug in the the room, and <laughs> when Billy was being descended into the the room, I was like, I think I had that rug in the '90s, and then you were like, Oh, I had that too. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone had every, every Asian every household. Every Asian had household had that rug. <laughs> yeah, Billy obviously will not fight uh, his partner. And this could have easily turned into um, them killing him. But instead, they just throw him out the front door like Jazz from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, ah! And then it, it through, once again, through the power of editing, he is in the safety of Bolo and his daughter. But, Why didn't they kill him? Uh, you know, the story, we were only at like the hour point, really. So, you know, the plot needed to keep going forward. <laughs> so uh, now Billy needs to get better. So they have a training montage. By the way, this is the first training montage I've ever seen that had clickety clacks as mm -hmm. part of the... Uh... What do you call those things where 
They are oh. typically in the psychologist's office. They are metal balls hanging down by strings in a row. And when you pull one, it clacks. They clack know. together and the other clack. Man, when Bolo, when they're both looking at this device <laughs> and Bolo is explaining how it works to Billy Blanks, oh my, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it works that way. He, but like, okay. he, he's like, trying to explain physics to him, but they just oh, it, it's oh, it's so bad. Again, Bolo's explaining it to him. He's like, yes, if you there's three things. If one of them hits the other thing, the other thing at the end will move. I'm like, yes, he's explaining it to him. This will come into play. It does not. Chi energy transfers power to objects. Will you teach me? Moving forward again. Well, well, okay, so I just I just kind of want to harp a little bit on this uh, little montage because uh, okay. I there I like the visual actually I do like the visual of this a lot even though it's shot against like black cloth <laughs> probably in somebody's garage but um, I think what they did is they or maybe this was shot at night because you see the steam rising off of Billy Blanks' mm. body. So it's just, yep. yeah, I mean, the guy is very ripped, you know, takes good care of his right. body at the time. He's just striking all these poses, and you see the the steam emanating off of his body. And I thought, oh, okay, you know, yes, this could be a vanity scene, but hey, it is a kind of a cool visual. Right. It's also interesting that Bolo uh, doesn't do any of that. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe he got to do it in a sauna. <laughs> yeah. There is no <laughs> steam nice rising cold, off nice of Bolo's body. Correct. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, this you see Bolo doing some Tai Chi forms. And uh, when it's you one see thing him, to know. Yeah, when you see him doing the Tai Chi forms on his back, it and he is just so wide and muscular, it, it, it almost looks like he's mocking it. Because yeah, no, be- but he's be- legitimate. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Because he's so large, it doesn't seem like a person of that stature would be doing Tai Chi. So to see him do it feels almost like he's making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just, it just again, there, even if you're aware of the fact, it doesn't mean that there's no disconnect there. Yeah, so the train montage is actually fairly short. I think it's only like a couple seconds long. <laughs> uh, and then the last, once you get to the hour mark, it is just non-stop action till the end which i'm not complaining about it's not but if i were to complain <laughs> it's uh there are portions there are fights in the final act the very final act that with characters that do not matter mateus hughes gets to fight two people that are part of the terror well i think they're part of actually i don't even know he just fights two random dudes and you're like, who the fuck are these guys? And also, Mateus Hughes barely has a character, so I don't care about any of this. I mean, you know he's kind of the right-hand man to the true villain of the story, yeah. which is actually Billy Blanks' former boss. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. No, not, I, I'm yeah, surprised you're, about that. Right, you're not really... Yeah, you're not... You're, Mateus does not have a character arc. He is just bad. He is number two to bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um yeah, so we have that. We have Nikki Nikki Picasso fighting another guy as well as like again, Nikki Picasso. I don't care about him cuz I don't I don't feel any sense of threat because uh, the the guy well, the guy he's fighting, I don't know who that is, so he can kill him and that wouldn't affect anything. It's just an excuse to have him fight, which again, I shouldn't be complaining about. I like fighting, but I also like context sometimes. And, you know, it kind of feels like we're kind of padding out the, the movie a little bit when you do that. Yeah. So um, one thing I noticed with the fights, and I this is me speculating, um, maybe the reason behind some of the simplicity of this fight is the set. Because they're really fighting on in this facility, which is just hard concrete floor. Yeah. And I feel that, you know, there's only so many times your stuntmen or your actors can fall on that yeah. floor and it's right. just going to be really painful. So I feel that they probably wanted to maybe simplify some of the stuff so that, you know, you're just not hurting your, you know, your actors and your stuntmen so much. Yeah, no, those Americans and their unions. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure no one gets hurt. Well, you'll, so Billy does fight, obviously, at the end uh, in this, I just call it a clusterfuck fight, uh, action scene at the end. It, everyone has a fight scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy's taking on a couple dudes in the very beginning with a shirt on for once, uh, with a jacket on. And you can see clearly that 
they're those extras in the back are just waiting their turn. Mm-hmm. They are just completely waiting. Like, oh, did they did they do their thing yet? Okay, I'll step in and do my thing. Um, and it's very distracting. You know, like I don't feel like it's I don't I don't notice this nearly as much in other films of his. But then again, I haven't seen that nearly as much as you have. So, eh. Um, and then Bolo is also fighting a dude who. A, a, a knife wielding a knife spinning guy that's his thing oh he lets i love spin that guy knives. he was in i think it's talons of the eagles he uh-huh. so that the director of talons of the eagles and this uh are this and tc2000 are the same so i believe he just got this guy who can spin a knife on his hand with an apparatus he's like that looks cool you're gonna be in my movie hey i'm, <laughs> I'm making another movie you're gonna be in it too or i'm just gonna uh you know paint your face so you look different <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, he does. He does that, and obviously, he's no match for Bolo because Bolo uh, turns into a cat and he scratches up his chest. Oh my god! That's... And that's how he dies. Uh... Uh, yeah, like... I. I mean, listen. In a fight, sometimes you got to do whatever you can do to win, but there is something, I guess, kind of non-masculine about using your nails to claw somebody's face. Well, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Like, how do you die from that? Like, it doesn't look like he, like, you, if you use your nails, like, how deep can you dig in? I don't, I don't yeah, fucking know. Right. Yeah. We're thinking too deeply into this. Yeah, yeah, for TC2000s. I mean, whatever works, works. And he was clearly able to claw the shit out of this guy's body. <laughs> That's Is why you don't new- take your shirts off, people, when you fight. <laughs> <laughs> Is it nearly as bad as when, um, when Bobby Phillips is taking on uh, a, a, a small subset of people who are approaching her, and he she beats up a couple of them. Which, by the way, I, I'll give her, I'll, I'll give the actress some props. Like, it, it, as simple as the choreography can be, at least she does it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she beats up a couple people who try to approach her, and then she sidekicks a forty-two-year-old writer that they got on set for this fight scene. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> That random fighter, he looked like an accountant. He did not. <laughs> they the wardrobe just didn't have anything left. They couldn't scrap anything from other sets or other movies that were in production at the time. So he came dressed as is, and he looks like an accountant on the weekend. Remember, this is supposed to take place in the future. I mean, it's not anymore because it's 2021 by the time of this recording. But yeah, it's supposed to take place in the future. Nothing futuristic about the way they dress. Um, <clears throat> I will say, when Billy Blanks in the force portion of this fight or this action s- sequence, uh, when he's taking on the whole bunch of people on the bottom floor, uh, he does this one thing I really like, which is what uh, the, the final move that he does to the last survivor. He flips him onto his back and hangs him, hang, hangs the dude's ankles on, this, on the top of this vat. And then he does a turning, jumping back kick. And there's no way you can fake that. <laughs> he actually did that. Like lo- looking at that, like looking at the footage, you can definitely tell like he put power behind that. It looks good. Uh, that's that's. I was like, oh, wait, I want more of that. Why can't we have more of that shit in this movie? Right. Yeah. And that's that's kind of it. In, yeah. in terms of the fights, there is just too much fighting going on in the end mm-hmm. because it's kind of rapid cutting between all the characters. Yep. As we mentioned, Bolo and Mateus Hughes fight. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's okay of a fight, but you you were expecting it to be Billy and Mateus yeah. Hughes, which is I, a real big shame. Yeah, it's okay, but it's too long. Like Bolo fights Mateus for way too long, and and this is one of those those kind of movies uh, where they cut between the action between fights so like oh well let's see what bolo's doing let's see what billy's doing let's see what um um i keep forgetting your name bobby's doing uh it's just constantly going back and forth and sometimes it'll intersplice that with what's happening with the reactor oh it's about to explode it's like okay i, I can we just focus on one thing at a time mm-hmm. and because of that it just makes the bolo fight feel like it lasts way too long well, um, I, you know, if you're a 90s action fan, I feel that, uh, you know, they're give, at least they're, they backloaded it. it this is true. all action now. There was, a, you know, a decent amount of action in this movie, but they just throw it all into the blender at the end. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whether it's good or not, at least it's there if you like yeah. this kind of action. That is true. Uh, Billy's final fight, like the very end, where he takes on a bunch of people... Uh, I, I, they're just random people. They are random. They have, they have no bearing on the story. You don't. You've never been introduced to them. 
they kind of pose a bit of a threat to him. It's not like Billy's much better than them, right? It's like one on one on many, and he's kicking their asses. It's like, oh, they're actually giving Billy a hard time. Mm -hmm. And like, who are these people? I, like, this should have been a, the stand-in for these people. It should have been Mateus. And Bolo should have taken down the random henchman, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So there's nothing memorable about Billy's final fight. Yeah, he just kind of throws a guy on his back, and that's, that's and he it. He punches him in the nuts. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Ugh. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they go into the reactor room where some something's about to explode that doesn't make any sense i just thought like when we we're watching it we we're like okay wait they're sending nukes from the reactor into the outer space or like into the surface world they're already sending it it's it's already in the atmosphere what is this countdown like it as it's happening it's like it's counting down like there's shit out. doesn't make any sense and then they stop the countdown like okay but what about the nukes that are flying in the atmosphere already? I, I don't know. <laughs> and then they're like, and then Billy's like, hey, uh, Zoe or, you know, what, Bobby. And Bobby's like, oh, uh, Billy? Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I remember you now. I remember everything. But he did that like three other times in the movie. Like, what, what, what is it that he did right the last time that made her change her mind? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I actually don't know. This movie is just mind-boggling in how questionable a lot of the choices <laughs> are, plot and everything else. Yeah, and then um, and then they walk in. They literally get outside the reactor and they look at the sunset. And I guess that's and then the movie cuts. I guess right before the nukes <laughs> hit the floor and everyone gets wiped out. And yeah, I don't. I don't think they're nukes. It's something, but I just don't remember at this point well, there's like a little graphic that shows things are already being dispersed into the atmosphere yeah it's something <laughs> correct us if we're wrong if they're not nukes but yes yeah correct us if you want to watch tc 3000 <laughs> uh, this, or... this, this movie like i said this, it's kind of it's almost so bad it's good it, it's like <laughs> it's straddling that line it doesn't quite reach that excellence for me where mm -hmm. i could recommend it as so bad as good but it is Kind of baffling, yep. and if you want to annoy some friends and give them something really <laughs> odd to watch, this is a good movie for that. Uh, uh, yeah. Would you Would you recommend uh, Tough and Deadly? Oh, for, yeah. Uh, for the same reason. Maybe no, not for the not, same reason. Not reasoning. for the same reason. I would recommend Tough and Deadly because... Oh, look at me trying to do segues to our <laughs> second movie. <laughs> Mother Nature really is healing herself. This place, not so bad. And the controller knew it all along. Welcome home, partner. 